Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts. Bless us, direct us, and send us out. Living letters of the word. Amen. Please be seated. Here's a small fact. You are going to die. These are the words of death. Death, as in the angel of, the grim reaper, that tall guy in the black cloak with the oversized scythe. Death, death. Now, in case you are concerned, I have not been visited by the angel of death, thank the Lord. However, these are the words of death that I read in a book, specifically The Book Thief by Marcus Zuzak, a fascinating novel about friendship and compassion in World War II Germany. And as strange as it may sound, in this book, death itself is a character. And death's words might seem obvious considering his stock and trade, but they are on the page one. Here is a small fact. You are going to die. And regardless of how comfortable we are with our mortality, nothing save the love of God could be more true. Just this morning, I had the privilege of assisting with the Ash Wednesday service at the lower school at St. Andrew's School. And it was a very powerful and moving experience, but at the same time, it seemed a little ridiculous. These pre-kindergartners through fourth graders all sitting with ashes on their foreheads. And being a father and being a wimp, I wanted to shield them from this reality. Can't we just skip this day? Can't we just have a nice Lent and then have Easter? But these little ones with the ashes, it breaks my heart. But all of us, on this day especially, must deal must wrestle with our own mortality. And the church today underlines that fact in word and sacrament. We gather at this altar rail, a place where normally we receive comfort and nourishment in the body and blood of Christ, and instead we are smeared with ashes. And we hear those cold words, Remember, you are dust, and to dust you shall return. But why dust? Dust seems so dusty, and plain, and ordinary, and unexciting. I saw a cartoon this morning floating around social media, and the title was, The Rector Responds to a Concern that Lent Has Become a Downer. And it has the images of a priest giving ashes to a parishioner, and she says, Remember that you are dust, 
but a very high quality of dust. We don't like to think of ourselves as dust. We are wives and husbands and daughters and sons. We are lawyers and doctors and musicians and teachers. We are gardeners and golfers and bakers and bluegrass fans. We are learned. We are accomplished. We have made an impact. We certainly are not dust. But we are. And not a high quality of dust, I'm afraid to tell you, but dust, dust. Go outside, stick your hand in the dirt, feel the clumps of soil and clay fall from between your fingers. For that is what we are. And I don't mean that as an insult. God, when God made it, said that it was good. So dust is as good as anything. But since we are dust, we are compelled to remember that no matter who we are or what we might like to pat ourselves on the back about, we are just dust. And eventually, we will return to the earth. And there is nothing that we can do about our terminal dustiness. But our good news this evening is that someone can and that someone already has. For as you are remembering that you are dust, remember something else. Remember your Old Testament. Remember the book of Genesis chapter 2. In the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living being. Those words from Scripture are enough, but I want to read another interpretation by the poet James Weldon Johnson in his 1927 poem, The Creation. Johnson wrote, Up from the bed of the river God scooped the clay, and by the bank of the river He kneeled Him down. This great God like a mammy over her baby. Kneel down in the dust, toiling over a lump of clay until he shaped it in his own image. We may be dust, but God took that dust. And like a great sculptor or potter, God worked with that dust and twisted that dust and molded that dust. And God created humanity. And God took that dust which was, would have been nothing on its own. And into it God breathed life. And God made that life shine. For God gave us the ability to be those sons and daughters and bakers and teachers and musicians. 
This dust reminds us of who we are, but it also reminds us of what God can do with that dust. So if we turn our own anxiety and fear about our dustiness over to God, then who knows what God can do with that dust yet again. And on top of all that, through God's love and through the passion of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that we remember again in this holy season, that dust is not the end. For when our dust truly is dust, we live on in the light and the love of God. So remember that you are dust. And remember that on its own, that dust is just dust. But God every day breathes into that dust the potential you have to do great works in this world. For you are dust, but also remember that you are God's. Amen.